0: Hello, hello, hello. We are live on the Sportskeeter Wrestling YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for another edition of Smack Talk. We are here for a very special Merry Christmas edition of Smack Talk, reviewing the Christmas Eve edition of Friday Night. Smack Santa, Smack
1: come on. come! Excuse me, Santa's here. Santa, come on in. Just put that stuff around the tree. And Wait a minute. Santa's here. Wait, how could Santa be by you? Santa's over here. No, he and he, he said he was going to he was gonna skip New York and come right to Florida.
0: Stop working the people, Dutch. We all know you're Santa Claus. That's why we got to finish this show so you can go deliver some more toys.
2: And I'm not Rich Uchino, who had said on the bill no. there. I'm just understudied today.
1: You're you too much, Sid. You just, you ever heard of kayfabe? That's kayfabe pulling, about a lot of that stuff, you know? And what did you say, Bill? Were you talking to me? No, no, no. Hey, I'm saying, I'm, Bill was talking about Rick. Yeah. Yes, because so, Rick I'm going to have not, to tell him. I'm going to have to tell him, Bill.
2: He's Rick on the is, billboard there. When when I was watching the the countdown, uh, I didn't. I saw Rick. So uh, you know, I'm his understudy tonight. You know, just like Broadway with all the COVID stuff that's going on. The understudy. So Rick is, is Rick is not court. with us tonight, right, Sid?
0: He's unable to be with us this week. He will be back either, you know, in 2022 or next week. I don't know which either or, but we hope he's having a very Merry Christmas. So we're not joined by Rick Ucchino. We're joined by someone even better, the the man behind Pro Wrestling Illustrated, (laughs) the legend himself, Bill After. Thank you. Well, there's
2: only one reason that they hired me to do this. I'm Jewish. I don't celebrate Christmas. I can work the holidays. (laughs) That is true. That is true. Me me and Rick,
0: we have a young kid, so I understand why Rick isn't.
2: Happy holidays, holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. I do have a a wonderful Christian son-in-law and uh, uh, I want to wish everybody a a Merry Christmas, happy upcoming new year and a great holiday season. And thanks for uh, showing up tonight.
0: Absolutely agree there. Dutch. Bill, we're going to be talking about this Christmas Eve edition of SmackDown. Any quick thoughts before we get into the show?
1: Yeah. Well, Um, I watched the whole show. I thought I would actually go to sleep, you know, because on shows like this, sometimes they just throw whatever they want to do out there. But I have to say that the show was much, much better than what I thought it would be. Of course, they have that stupid stuff at the end i hated it years ago and i hate it now you know just throwing food around and yeah. i mean but let me say one thing about the start of the show and the and the and the hayman interview very very believable yes because yeah. when he's talking and i had kind of forgotten what he said last week he says i am not protecting how did he say that? He's not I'm protecting. I'm not protecting Brock, Brock Lesnar from Roman from
0: Reigns. I'm protecting Roman Reigns from Brock Lesnar.
1: Yeah, yeah He's gone. very, very. Uh, I mean that hit right at the at the core of it, and uh, and the interview, and I like the way Paul kind of put his career in perspective. You know, at this stage of his career, he didn't see him going back to nxt to pick up, you know, an outstanding talent not at this age. But they really promoted uh, day one and I think uh, day one that match and that's the only match really they got on the card that means anything. I mean, other than it just being a it just being a holiday card which traditionally <laughs> sell out and yeah. I don't know I don't know if they'll sell out in Atlanta, but I think they'll do they'll do a hell of a house. They will because they're not competing against the major football bowl games, because that would be that's the night before. So yeah. I, I think they'll do a, a hell of a house. But I think the only match that really means anything there uh, will be uh, Roman and, and Brock. Yeah, yeah. Who is who is Charlotte facing there? Do we know yet?
0: Uh they haven't made any announcements. We'll get into what Charlotte was into on this episode with her defense against Tony Storm. Bill, what was your overall thoughts on this? My overall time?
2: thought is I, I enjoyed the uh the match, uh the the whole show pretty much from top almost to bottom uh at the end. I'm not a big purveyor of the food uh things. It was definitely Ricochet's night to shine, and I was really <coughs> the, the, this was. They he's been on the verge of stardom for so many years. And I think tonight we want, we really wanted to <coughs> see that happen. We, we, it was really, he was on the cusp of it. And I was very, no, knock to Sammy Zane, but I was definitely, definitely taken aback when they didn't have him, uh, when he didn't win that match. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really liked the opening match with uh, Charlotte Flair and Tony Storm, rather than coming out with a 20 minute uh, interview or anything um, with the girls in the ring or whatever, they put on an excellent wrestling match. Uh, The length of it was very good. Uh, Charlotte retained the title and what Dutch was saying about Paul Heyman, we've both known Paul Heyman since he was a little kid, practically. Um, And the video that they did, the perspective of his career, was very, very well produced. And usually, he jokes around, he does shtick with Kayla Braxton. And tonight, you could see there was a different tone to even the way she presented herself with him. It was very real sports to me tonight.
0: Yeah, some very good notes. We'll get into how the whole show went down, remember everyone watching of course Merry Christmas but remember to drop a thumbs up on the video share it with your friends subscribe if you are new to the Sports Keto Wrestling YouTube channel because every week we come with Smack Talk reviewing Smackdown and AEW Rampage usually Rampage is tomorrow so we are here to review the Christmas Eve edition of Smackdown which kicked off with the aforementioned sit down interview with Kayla Braxton and Paul Heyman yeah. we got a quick recap of uh Roman Reigns firing Paul Heyman last week and Brock Lesnar laying out the bloodline. Uh, Heyman admitted that he told the truth to Reigns and got fired publicly. He started emphasizing how he was publicly. embarrassed- Embarrassed and humiliated- Humiliated in, in front of his peers, publicly. Uh, Heyman uh, doesn't regret telling Reigns the truth last week. He noted that his job as special counsel was to tell the truth to Roman Reigns, and uh, Heyman tried to talk to Reigns last week after everything went down, but Reigns threw all his notes, suits, and luggage out of his dressing room. Heyman added that Reigns is the greatest universal champion of all time, but he needs to be protected from Lesnar.
2: Now, like, wait uh, a minute. Let me ask you a question about that. He used to say that Barack Lesnar was the greatest Universal Champion. Do you either of you smell a double cross coming? That you think? I don't know. Perhaps that, that, uh, him laying out Paul Heyman, uh, and this is just a plan to uh, uh, do something to Barack Lesnar and Heyman because of his relationship with the entire Samoan clan for over 40 years part of the family this is part of uh hurting barack lesnar what do you guys think
0: yeah we said last week after everything went down that it (laughs) smelled and looked like a ruse if it looks like a chicken it smells like a chicken it probably is a chicken so this feels like a ruse and because of how heavy-handed he and wwe went with oh his career might be over it makes me feel even more that it's a ruse what about you dutch
1: no, I think that <clears throat> something's going to happen at day one that nobody kind of expects. I don't. I don't think you'll. I think you'll see Paul Heyman in Atlanta, but not when the match starts. But when the match gets going, you could see it one or two ways. And you got to think about it in the in long term in the long lens. Right. Is I think they want Roman versus The Rock maybe at WrestleMania. Yep. That's what I, I, I don't.
0: Think. I don't think that's happening because Rock is filming. Uh, is going to be filming.
1: Then they could, then they could go ahead and do the. See, I've been predicting that the whole time that he was going to eventually end up with Brock. I think if he yeah. turns against uh, Roman, I think that will be hot, hot, hot.
2: But when, and then, but of course, he, he will turn
1: back. Roman, I mean Brock, will turn back heel, and Roman turn babyface because that's where they usually you know end up with with guys anyway same with Hogan same with you know same with Cena same with all of them they Usually, you stone cold they end up a face and we've been we've been predicting for a long time that are saying that the bench is is short yeah wwe yeah. has no bench
2: that's what I was either going to one answer. of who these. Either one of these guys. Yeah, who would be next for either one of these guys? They don't have anybody. That well, they got each other.
0: It's it's, it's each other. Like that's that it. it The main event of WrestleMania is most likely going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns again. It's just that's that's just the fact of the matter because no one else is going to be built up to the the level of these two guys. And I don't think it's the right move to turn Roman Reigns babyface or Brock Lesnar heel right now because Brock Lesnar is hot as a babyface. I think the move is is to try.
2: Let the fans have been deciding the fate of both those guys. It depends what town they're in.
0: Well, it seems like every town Brock Lesnar is the babyface, Roman Reigns is the heel. Roman Reigns is not getting the babyface cheers that he was getting in September, now that he's against a red hot babyface Brock. So,
1: yeah, but you also forget that if Heyman turns heel with Brock, I mean, Heyman's going to get heat.
0: I think Heyman turns babyface. I think he he came off very sympathetic. If it, if if it's not a ruse, I think the move is the person who's doing the the turn here is Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman goes babyface. Okay,
1: if he, if he does the turn against Rock, uh, against uh, Roman, Roman, that's what I'm talking about. He could very well stay a babyface.
2: Yeah.
1: What that's if? How they got it laid out?
2: But what then, if he said it's going to be?
1: Need? And this is what makes wrestling good, because we can sit here and try to outthink yeah. creative. What are they going to do? What are they, we don't know really what they're going to do, but they did. Uh, they dug them, uh, not a hole, but they're filling it in now. Yeah. And now they're going to, and and this took, to Bill Roman, they've been working on him, what, for three years?
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, longer than that. It's been six years. The, the Roman Reigns pushed on him yeah, in like he, 2015. Yeah, but by the time he, he took
1: time off and came back as a heel.
0: Oh, he, that, what, started, two, that started two or, two or three years ago? 2020. Uh, I, I, yeah, 2020. 2020 was when he returned
1: and turned Okay, so, so two years. Right, well, yeah. that's good. We are ignoring... But they did a really, really good job with it, really.
2: We are ignoring one thing. First of all, two things. First of all, Heyman said he wouldn't go back to NXT to find somebody, but maybe he will, and maybe they're going to bring somebody up that they believe in and do it hopefully the right way. The other thing is... Let's not forget the history of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. Although Rollins is a quote-unquote semi-final guy, you still have that Shield friendship that could turn into a very strong rivalry once but, again if they do the historical. But thing. Rollins is on Raw,
1: right?
0: Yeah. I think I think if the if they were thinking about Ra- going to Rollins and Reigns' uh, direction, they wouldn't have changed him. They wouldn't have put yeah, him. Yeah, he's over a, on Raw. Yeah, no, no,
2: I, I know that, but but again, in the interest of uh, who might be next on there, they may have to find some way to uh, move him over.
0: I I think I can think do whatever I, they want. I think that we are, we are jumping through hoops because we all know what's next. What's next is the same person that's going to verse Brock and that's going to verse Roman at day one the person that's going to first Roman at WrestleMania is most likely Brock Lesnar because yeah. they there's no one on the main roster that is on the same level as Roman. But like you said, Braxton uh, acts Heyman what's next. He says he needed a moment and had a drink of water. That was a great touch. Uh, he looked totally disheveled and somber throughout this whole thing. Uh, Heyman doesn't know what's next for him. Uh, talks about going to NXT and finding someone new. He only wants to advise reigns at this point in his life. And Heyman noted that his career is probably over and then later on in the night we got a career re- retrospective That's of so uh, paul Heyman, from starting from his time in wcw with the dangerous alliance to ecw being the mastermind behind that uh the the uh, the invasion storyline uh his association with brock lesnar from his rookie year onward all the way to his association with roman reigns a great piece of business and this yeah. is why Every time they do something like this, you always have to say bravo to the WWE production team because you know, that was so ago, well never put together. Done
2: that. Years ago, they never would have shown ECW footage. WC, they own it now, yeah. but they never would have acknowledged the uh, uh, the past. I mean, I I loved it. I thought that was one of the best parts of the show tonight.
1: Agreed. Right, that was it. Very
2: very good tonight. So, but hey, Wait. there's another
1: way to think about it. Everybody thinks Hayden is going to show up. What if he doesn't show up?
2: That's a possibility.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, sometimes, you know, you don't know what they're thinking. He, I mean, I, I certainly don't. I know what I would probably do. I wouldn't. I would have him show up.
2: And you do something. You too. And either too
1: way, it. it's going to get over whether he, whether have he him turns in
2: the front row with a ticket with somebody.
0: I, I actually I actually think that the right move is him not showing up and Brock overcoming the Usos, overcoming Roman and winning. Without Heyman, Roman loses. That needs to happen at day one. I think that's the only way that you make the rematch at WrestleMania interesting is that we have these months leading up to WrestleMania. Is, is, is Roman going to kind of suck up his pride and go back to Paul Heyman? Because that's the difference. He beat... He beat Brock with Heyman, and then he loses without him.
2: Yeah, I mean that that that's interesting. If there, if you guys are watching this from WWE booking, he has some <laughs> great ideas here.
1: Absolutely, yeah. we got. Well, they 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 called me right before we went on that on air today. Always, and uh. told me what we going to talk about him. I said, well, most likely. So
0: we got a super yeah, Bruce Prichard
1: called me, and I said, hey, we're, we're going to single you out, Bruce. you're the head of it all, I'm going to tell you right now.
2: Mm-hmm. So if anybody's mm-hmm. going
1: get to any, get any crap, it's going to be you. We but anyway, see. what I'm saying is we're sitting here, we're throwing ideas out and theories out. And whether they're true, we don't know. But I think everybody else is doing the same thing. Oh, what it, is going to happen? That is, the, that is the epitome of an angle done well. And they have done this one well.
2: And really they took well. their time with it. Really well.
1: You mentioned I mean, Bruce. I've been, been in some. I've been in some territories. They'd shoot an angle a week, and nothing was getting over. But they were still
2: shooting them. But they didn't take time to build anything. This was good, and I'll bet you, Paul had a lot to do with the booking of this whole storyline. Oh, no, he probably did. You, you
0: see his fingerprints yeah. all over this story, yeah. but we got a super chat donation here from Alice Castino, uh, who says, Can you guys give me a good Booker T story? Huge, huge fan of him and very underrated in my opinion. He should have beat Triple H at WrestleMania 19, either Bill or Dutch. Do you have any Booker T stories?
1: Dutch you Well, don't... I remember we were in Europe on a Europe on a European tour. And I don't know what happened. I don't, but this wasn't with WWE. This is with TNA. Yeah. So we went over there and it's the same setup. You know, you go to the building, the bus station, you get off the bus, then you go. And But something about catering, they, they were there for, you know, when we got there. But at the end, they weren't there. I mean, what are we going to, and we said we we're going to stop down here on the road. And I remember Booker T pitched such a bitch and raised hell, and finally he made them stop, and the, the next fast food restaurant they saw, which happened to be a McDonald's, and he we went in there, and he cussed the agent out, and he cussed the driver out, and he cussed the tour, uh, somebody else out. They were just on a, because what, what happened is, you know, you find out with these guys, uh, when they get hungry, they get irritable. Yes. And when they get irritable, you can't talk to it so, and finally, when he raised enough hell, they, they finally pulled over. I, I told him, I said, pull over, but you're going to wreck the bus. Yeah. But we finally stopped and got him to eat, and then he went to sleep. So, we yeah. were fine until we got to the next town. He was hangry. <laughs> right? uh, he was. You, you wouldn't like him when he's hangry. Uh- <laughs> and I heard the story about him getting in a fight a long time ago with Batista. Yes, now, you, did you hear the story? Yes, I, I have. have. But I'm not, I don't remember it. Well, I forgot what it, what it was about. But Batista was, I guess, was supposed to be so bad or something. And I heard that Booker T just dusted him, just beat him up in the back, punched him out, knocked him out. I don't know what he did. But from every story I heard, that Booker T got the best of him. I believe it was at. And the I don't even know S- what it was about. SummerSlam was, 2000 it happened before I got there.
0: SummerSlam 2006 mm-hmm. uh, commercial. I think it was uh, that they got into like a fight because I believe uh, it was from Booker saying, "I know." From Batista saying comments when he was over on Raw about like how the SmackDown guys were in on the same level of Raw guys, and then I think like, Booker felt some type of way about that, and they had like a, a little scuffle on the commercial set. So. Well, yeah, yeah, but did it happened. So. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Bill said earlier, the opener to the show was uh, Charlotte Flair going one-on-one with Tony Storm for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I,
1: I got a bitch about that one.
0: Oh, I, I can't wait to hear no, it. it uh,
1: no, <laughs> it was it was a good match.
2: Yeah,
1: and a good finish. Yeah, I just didn't like after the finish. I mean, Charlotte she did her stuff. She left. And they showed poor little Tony there and looked like she was about to cry. I don't get that. Yeah. I mean... they
0: present babyface like that a lot. And they even did that during the match when uh Charlotte was talking trash to her and like pushing her face in. It looked like she was about to cry. And I'm like, You're in the middle of a championship match. Like I know the yeah. probably the emotion you're trying to get across is like that anger building up in you, but you just came across like you're crying in the middle of a match. Like it doesn't it doesn't resonate yeah. with me. I I I, I didn't enjoy this match as much as you guys seem to have joined it. I thought it yeah. turned into a solid match, but it felt like those they the, weren't on the same page for the uh, for the I first couple of it. minutes.
2: Uh, that thing at the end yeah. where she was there uh, on the ring and uh, like crying. Yeah, that's what I'm there. talking about. I, I felt I, that didn't bother me. I felt her heartbreak that she didn't get the t- this. She worked so hard to get this match, and she didn't get it. But I thought, and this would have been out of character, that Charlotte was going to. Raise the belt, come down, and go to her by the ringside and just give her a thumbs up and walk away. That's all. Like you did a good job. She ought to walk through, and what slapped her and slap Yeah, that's what yeah. I'd yeah. You
1: said, Oh, I mean, you disappointed pal. And I slapped her again. Yeah. That that that's sure. what I'd have done.
0: That would have fit Charlotte's character for sure. <laughs> uh, Flair, oh, yeah. Flair rolled up uh, Storm using the rose, but the referee caught her. The finish came when they traded uh, pinfall attempts, and Flair reversed a small package to retain the title. I like I said, I thought it started off a little bit clunky, them not on the same page, but it turned into a very solid match by the end. Here, uh, I just don't think that the finish protects Tony Storm the way WWE thinks it protects Tony Storm because of how it came across. It came across like this is not the end of this feud here, which I don't think it should. I just think that the finish <laughs> could have been better to protect Storm. I felt like Charlotte should have cheated at least to get the victory to protect yeah. Tony if you're going to continue the feud.
1: Yeah. Or I'll get you next time. Well maybe they're not they're not going to continue the feud. I I maybe they I, just need a straight up a straight up pin. Then I have no
0: idea who Charlotte versing at day this one is, this or Ro Rumble. Pro-
1: this is a problem I have with WWE. To me, we used to have what they call our WWE called for the sake of you know politics, enhancement wrestlers. Yeah. I think they could go back to that at some times and have just Charlotte just go in there and just literally beat the crap out of some girl. If you don't know her, yeah, they don't do that anymore. anymore. But if you do but if you take little Tony Storm in there and just beat her like that. I think you'd do more damage to Tony than you really help Charlotte. You remember that, Bill? We just take I guys do. in there you just do and just beat them up. The
2: people are texting well, me about uh, the show here.
0: <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> like, they're like, we, we, need, we need Bill to talk more.
2: Um, <laughs> no, they're enjoying the show.
0: So. Awesome,
1: awesome. Well, hop on, hop on it, Bill.
0: Absolutely. I'm
1: I'm on live.
2: Tune in.
0: (laughs) Bill, (laughs) uh, who do you think is next for Charlotte? And do you think that this finish protects Tony Storm the way WWE probably it's ended? No, I
2: think what they did with Tony Storm today, I don't think protected her, but I don't think it's going to be the, uh, the end point for her. I think that the fans felt bad for her because of the end of that match and the way she acted and they're going to bring it back for another match. They're going to give her another shot at it. They're going to keep building her up a little bit there. She's going to say that uh, uh, on an interview... You know what what
1: I think should have happened? Go ahead, Bill. No, no, go ahead. I'm I'm good. No, what I'm saying is she was crying there. I would have actually... Of course, you you see these things after the fact, but I think she should have went to back, and I think uh, Sasha... Should have just reamed her out. What do you have to tell you? Crying, blah, 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 blah. You're going to find a crime. Won't get you nothing here. Blah, blah. So you better dig up or you yes. better pack your bag yeah, and get out. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. You put up a hell of a fight. Be proud of what you did. And I know they went you're right disappointed. Don't let, them,
2: don't let them see you cry. Yeah, but they went right to the next segment. Like, that's it. Yeah. Charlotte won oh, again. Yeah. Who's next? That's well, it.
0: Moving, they they moved on, so I guess we should as well. Where uh, well, wait,
2: wait—the only thing that the fan really remembers, though, is that shot. Because Dutch, you brought this up right away. Is that shot of Tony Storm sitting there? That's yeah. what you remember. You don't remember how good the match was. They were excellent opponents for each other. They really were. I know you said you thought it was uncomfortable at the beginning. I didn't. I That was the type of match that AEW would have opened with and you would have expected that kind of action. It was really, really well done, in my opinion. So yeah, like I said, well, you're it, about, it, it turned
0: yeah. into a solid match. I just didn't feel like they were on the same page. At the yeah, beginning.
2: I never saw that
1: part. Okay, but when you tune into AEW, immediately the vibe is different. Yeah. It's just a different vibe. Oh I, I know the crowds it. buzz in this, that, and the other, and WWE I, I almost they try to the yeah, crowd can this, be into it. But this was different. This show, the one the one
0: glaring thing from the show that I can nitpick is that it was very obvious they were losing canned sound Thank for, you. The, for the I show. Like I, I think. <laughs> they they had the cheers on and you literally look at the crowd everyone's sitting sitting down not getting excited the way the crowd sounds like it was just off i know this was filmed after last week's show but they didn't have to make it so obvious that it was
2: i you know their production people because i've been on their network quite a bit their production people are fabulous they really know how to do everything the right way. So at the beginning of the show, when the uh, beginning of that match, the Charlotte Flair Tony Storm match, when I heard that sweetening of the crowd, it didn't even sound like a crowd. It sounded like wind going through a tunnel. Yeah. It did.
1: It really did. That's the <laughs> best that, was, that was me, Bill. I was blowing into the microphone.
2: <laughs> that uh, You know what? It was Dutch Gee. going through a tunnel. See, <laughs> I, I try to help them out
1: as much as I can, but I can only listen. I'm one guy. I can only do so much. So I'm trying to help them out. But so, anyway, that was the only that was really the only complaint I had about Charlotte and uh that little Tony. Yeah. And remember when they started first uh promoing Tony Storm? Yeah. And then they just stopped promoing her and you didn't see her about for, for three weeks. And then all of a sudden she she perks up somewhere.
0: She so. she loses to Selena in the Queen's Crown tournament and then they insert her into a feud mm-hmm. with the with the championship. It's it is it's glaring because it, it's like this this obviously wasn't the plan because if it was, I don't think she would have lost to Selena beforehand. But, yeah, but and you see, we
1: we're we're, we're we're talking about the guys not having a bench. The girls are the same way. Yeah. Who does Charlotte have to go to? She can go to Sasha. Yeah. And but you, for, you can tell they're waiting, to come back.
0: They're waiting for a big show to do that match, though. Mm-hmm. So they're they're trying to buy time with, with Tony and Shotzi at this point. Um, but next, we had a recap of uh Drew McIntyre interrupting Happy Talk last week to pull out his sword. Uh, backstage, we get a Drew Day reunion of Drew McIntyre, King Woods, and Kofi Kingston ahead of tonight's main event, Miracle on 34th Street Street Fight. They trade uh silly puns about Christmas and then they laugh awkwardly to end the segment. That's that's what I have in my notes, people. I'm sorry, it was a embarrassing.
2: Miracle on 34th Street, but this. Show was not from New York tonight. No, right. that's a,
0: that's what they just call their street, their Christmas. Day I know,
2: no, fight. I'm aware of that, but you know they're at Madison Square Garden in two days, so uh, they'll probably call it there Miracle too. Miracle on
1: Thirty Fourth
2: Street, right? Classic <laughs> movie. Madison, Classic. Oh, yes, it was on tonight. Actually, both versions: the nineteen forty seven version and the nineteen two thousand something version, mm-hmm. but. but and what they'll do probably in uh, Sunday when it's in New York, they'll say it's a uh, uh, upstate Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> well, we get Sunday. Yeah, they say, well, <laughs> it's Northwest <laughs> Nebraska.
0: It the is, shadow- the a- shadows of New yeah. York street fight. Um, yeah, it's
1: it's <laughs> a got- country road fight.
0: We got a progressive uh, match flow covering uh, Ziya Lee and Natalia's issue. We then got uh, Ziya Lee with a promo. She says that Natty is a vulture and says she will fight her because she is the protector, uh, yeah, this is this is the most follow up that we've got into Lee's debut that happened like two three weeks ago now. Yeah. Uh, it feels like a while. Uh, but after that, we got into the main bulk of the show, which was the Twelve Days of Christmas, twelve man uh, gauntlet match. This was a lot. Wait a of- minute.
1: Yeah. What's the Twelve Days? I know it's just it's a common Christmas saying, the Twelve Days of Christmas. How seriously? How does that even have any relevance? To a wrestling match. Well, they've never done the eight days of Hanukkah. <laughs> That's right. They've never done that.
0: The Light Your Menorah Street Fight. I mean, That's they, the next. They've <laughs> never done the like six.
1: They've they never done the six days before the Fourth of July match. That's right. You're right.
2: Exactly. I
1: just made that up, but they've never done it.
2: Yeah, but it's probably so, just due to the Christmas song. Exactly. Uh, I know. <laughs> That's all. That's all. But actually,
1: is. it started at eight forty-two, and I'm thinking. And I, I, list, I had to listen to the rules because I don't know the rules. Wait, well, central time or eastern time? Eastern. No, it's, it's, it's eastern. So sure. eight, 842. They okay. were like a, more than a quarter of the way through. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well this match. And that's why I had to listen to the – because I thought it would go like an hour.
0: Yeah, no, I it mean – April- it pretty much did. I mean, it went like 45. It went 40 minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. Because because this is not, this is, I, I think that WWE is really good at booking gauntlet matches. But the reason why they're really good is they either tell a great story, like with Kofi Kingston ahead of Kofi Mania, or Seth Rollins ahead of the Elimination Chamber in 2018. So they did great jobs with that. But this one, this just seemed like they had like short matches that they fused together. And then towards the end, they decided, okay, we're going to try to put a spotlight on Ricochet. But then at the end, he doesn't win. So. Oh,
2: don't. You know, I'm so upset at this thing. Because also one of that spot that he did onto Sheamus tonight.
0: The, the Asai moonsault where he almost oh, jumped on his head.
2: like <laughs> goodness. I mean, that was like a killer move. But. Again, everybody wanted him to win. And, again, no knock to Sami Zayn. He's great at what he does, but he's been around the horn a lot, winning a lot, et cetera. And it would have been nice to see Ricochet get that push tonight. And then you got some new excitement about this kid, and it just negates everything else that they did with him if that would have happened.
0: That,
1: well, I, I almost I picked the winner before the winner. Because because Zayn didn't start, I said now they're going to reward him for doing all that stuff and putting all these people yeah. over all this time. They're going to do something with him, and they did. But Ricochet, he did that one. Oh, what do you call it? The star. Yeah, I, saw,
0: I saw you moonsault.
1: Wow, it was it was literally perfection. Yeah, yeah. But I mm-hmm. think, and because you could literally knock somebody out with that. If that knee came down a little bit wrong, right on the head, the guy's gone. So that's what I would do. I'd have him do one and you know, knock the guy out because and then he the guy lays out and they card him out. I think people
2: would have been about people leader. would talk about that. You
1: know? Yeah. And yeah. and it's not that it's not that he's reckless with it or careless. And it's not that the guy missed it. But the guy, he got knocked out. And I'm saying, uh, people would say, wow. And I would actually kind of stop the show and cart him out on a stretcher. Great idea. Take him to the hospital and put him in the hospital for a couple of days.
2: Yeah. I yeah, mean, look, that would be. Look at the future. And then if you get publicity on it, you know, all
1: these people, these bait and clicks, you know, wrestler says he didn't intend to hurt opponent, but he did. And you'd read about it. Yeah. but Because he does it so well. The feud, and sometimes I think fun. he does it so well, the, it surprises people that anybody gets up from it. Yeah, I but think they, that they, actually takes away the magnificence of it. It's when the guy gets up, and it, it's like, it's like an arm drag. Yeah, and he keeps it, going. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, he it doesn't really count for nothing. No, what you know what, what I do? used to hate in ECW, they would do this tremendous dive through the ropes. And the guy doing the dive would actually sell it more than the guy taking it. Yep. yep. So if you really dissect that, you think, why would say I'm a wrestler and I'm going to do it? Why would I sell it? Or it hurts me more than I give, I'm i giving it to the guy. Why would I even do that? Because yep. to me, I think that, that gives the baby face. got to get up and get the crowd going. But if they're both down, the people go down. Yeah, but I would have liked to see who's going to get up
2: first. Where Ricochet gets him, he's out. They come out, put a neck brace on him. Then for the next few weeks, they have these vignettes in the hospital with Seamus in the neck brace going, I'm going to come out and get you in three weeks. Yeah, see, that's an up. angle. Yeah, I mean, really? But they didn't do that. So. It's they don't do that,
0: do that type it, of stuff it's anymore. It's simple
1: stuff, but they don't do it. Okay, wait a minute. WWE Creative is calling me. I'll be right back. <laughs> You're in trouble, Dutch. Um, yeah. Dutch hello, hello, Bill After is Dutch, it's Bill me. Bill After is knocking you, Dutch, knocking you guys, turn. so it's he yes. here, But I'm not. Not me. Not.
0: not me. Not me. Don't don't get my significant other oh, in no.
1: trouble. Um, hey, <laughs> no, you can't. You You can't knock them. <laughs> um, Basically, um, you you can't knock
2: them, can you?
0: no no i i, I pick if you, notice, if you notice dutch i pick my words very wisely when i talk here oh, um, I
2: <laughs> and you know what i don't know as you know from my reputation of fift, six oh god 51 years in this business i never knock anything well when we're talking about creating knock everything like, yeah but no no i knock something <laughs> if i even like it <laughs> no but what i'm saying is that when i see something like that you come up with an idea about that. What we're doing is exchanging ideas and fine-tuning how we yeah, make that's it. Fun. We're not knocking things. Exactly. Oh, I
1: feel sorry for those guys in WWE and Creative, really, because it is the most thankless job imaginable. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Because if they they got vents breathing down their necks and we got to get this up and I'll fire you. I mean, he's probably not telling them that, but they got pressure on them. But if they come up with something good. The whole feeling out in fandom is, wow, those WWE guys, they are great. But let it drop off a little bit, and the guys don't get any of the blame. The creative team gets all the blame. That creative team sucks. They can't get nothing right. But when they did get something right, they don't get the credit. The talent gets the credit. No. no. They can't
2: can't win. Doug, you remember when WWF? when it was WWF. Now that's before my time, TV. Bill. Yeah, <laughs> But when they used to book storylines that would go six months into another program and stuff yeah. like that, they were way ahead of the game. And now, uh, you know, the, the, the way the business has changed, that's not there anymore. The fans are a different type of fans. The internet has changed fandom forever as well. So it's a, di- it's a whole different mentality in business. I don't know if you can go oh, it's ahead much ahead it, anymore. Yeah.
1: It, it's much harder now. Yeah. We were talking yeah. not too long ago, Sid, about when Hulk Hogan doing the Hulk, Hulk Hogan era, you never really saw him have a match on TV. No. Right. It was sat- Saturday night, he event was where He would
0: do his TV matches.
1: Right. And he got over like that. And, but that was a different day. Now you see Roman Reigns and he's every week there. So, actually, yeah. the pressure, uh, there's your boy. There's, there's you know something, boy, brother. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but Roman Reigns, when he goes out there every week, he's putting his whole reputation on the line every week. So, the pressure is really on him. So, it's, and, and we're talking about Paul. Paul has helped him through this with those interviews.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, he, he carried half that team, he didn't do the work. But he did the, the background noise, or he did the background thinking. And, of course, creative got with him. And if I was on creative, I would get with him, too, and I'd, I'd pick his brain. But that is tailor-made for, for Heyman because he, he likes it. He, he takes it slow anyway
2: yeah, he builds
1: it and builds it and builds it. But he maintains
2: interest
1: all the way through,
2: I look which forward- is a hard thing to do. I look forward to seeing Roman Reigns every week. I really do.
1: Now, you look yeah, forward to seeing
2: what? I look Roman forward Reigns. to seeing Roman Reigns every week just to mm. see what he's going to talk about, what he's going to do and what, what they're going to do with him. He's a compelling character. He's yes. a, they found He found a part of himself that I don't even know if he knew existed. In the past few years, it's come out and he's developed into a hell of a, uh, of an incredible worker he really has yeah well when he it... started he started colder than a jug
1: of spring water <laughs> because when he'd go out there people just they wouldn't they wouldn't buy him because he'd been a baby face. Yeah then he come back off that turn off WrestleMania was it?
0: No uh, he came back at SummerSlam two, uh, 2020
1: Okay and then they started building him from there which is like almost two years ago right a year and a half ago yeah. anyway. About 18, and months, started yeah. building them from there. And it was hard going with Roman Reigns for a while. He just didn't, wasn't really clicking. And it's almost like uh, Sasha trying to get the people to boo her. They didn't want to do it. So, but they it worked like their way, way out you, of that
2: it's, it's like that kid, Rocky Rocking my via at the beginning. Yep.
1: Of the no, no, it's it's, it's like hit, what, hit, what hit, I said. Hit. What I said all the way hit. back in
0: August that the fans were never going to boo Becky Lynch, and we're here in December, and the fans still haven't booed Becky Lynch. I told we, we you were here, Dutch, and you had to be the judge. I remember that. Me and Rick argued about this, and I told him, I was like, I know you love Becky. I understand Becky Lynch is very talented. I agree with that. She's just never I'm shown right. anything right that tells stand. me she could be a good heel. Neither did Sting. Neither did Dusty Rhodes. Neither did Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It's okay to be a career babyface. I don't understand why they want to put a round peg into a square hole. With Yo, Becky. You you
2: imagine? They, do, they do it once in a while. She'll say something about that particular town. They'll bore that one time. Then and then he, right back to cheeriness. That's it. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can um, you imagine, Bill, back in the day, them trying to turn Bruno heel? Oh,
2: please. They'd have rioted, wouldn't they? It would have been. Were riot rioting? It would have been, You know these people out here. He couldn't have. I don't think he could have done it. <laughs> he was so. No, he. I, no, he couldn't have done it. He had that heart where he couldn't. He couldn't do that to the people. Yeah. It, he was two How long, two long was he the champion
1: in New York? Seven years straight. Seven.
2: He has the what, record. Seven and a half, and then yeah. another, then another run. So then what, he did what, like
1: another
0: three and a half years.
1: Yeah,
2: that, it wasn't half, just in New York. Really? It was that whole, it was it was the yeah. whole the whole WWF territory. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But talking about the this territory now in WWE, the 12 days of Christmas, 12 man uh, gauntlet. You had Angel beat Mansor in a minute and 35 seconds. You had Angel beat Eric in about four and a half minutes. You had Angel. That's then, another
1: bitch I got. You had
0: uh, Shanky then beat Angel in about 53 seconds. Uh, Ivar then beat Shanky in a, over just over a minute. Then Sheamus beat Ivar in a pretty good uh, physical competitive matchup. I
2: thought Ivar was going to win this whole thing, by the way, the, the way they were doing this. He would have been the real dark horse. In this he season.
0: he he looked good against uh Shanky, and he had a good uh, matchup with uh yeah. Sheamus there. Then yeah. Sheamus destroys uh Drew Gulak in like six seconds. Oh, Drew, Gul- Drew seconds. Gulak came out to new music, and then gets road kick, and that's it. he looked
2: like he looked like Brian Danielson coming out, didn't he? He Absolutely. looked like a remake of Brian Danielson. Like, I
0: think I think that was there? the message. That was a message being sent. <laughs>
1: right. I have never seen that. I've never seen that. This is the first time I ever saw him. Wow, he yeah. can wrestle. Never he saw him head. before. Hardy yeah. was is he good?
2: He's good. He's good. He's, he's good. good.
0: He had a great match with uh, Brian Danielson and uh before the pandemic uh in 2020 so.
2: And in the Indies, back in the Indies, yeah. he was yeah. sensational. Yeah. Really, he's very good good wrestler.
0: Then Sheamus beat Cesaro, who was working with the injured ribs from the Shelele shot last week from Ridge Holland. Rich Holland distracted Sheamus. I mean, distracted Cesaro for Sheamus to get the win. Then the best match, in my opinion, was Sheamus and Ricochet. Like, we've been talking about that crazy outside moonsault where he almost jumped on his head. Uh, Rich Holland tries to cause a distraction to give Sheamus control, but Cesaro comes out to even the odds, and Ricochet gets the win with a roll-up. Then, uh, Sheamus knocks him out with the bro kick after he loses. Umberto comes out but still loses in 42 seconds to Ricochet. Then Ricochet defeats Jinder Mahal in 31 seconds after reversing the colossus. Then we get Ricochet and Sami Zayn as our final match. Another good matchup here. Huge moves, counters. Let me stop
2: stop you one sec. Umberto against Ricochet, I would have liked to have seen 10 or 15 minutes. I agree. Great match. They've I agree. Absolutely excellent. Who was this? Humberto. Humberto. Humberto and Ricochet. Octavio. Yes. Um, I think that would have been an excellent match. What was the other one you mentioned uh, soon after that?
0: Jinder uh, and Ricochet. Was now, Jinder,
2: here you have a former world heavyweight champion losing to a – In
0: almost, 31 seconds.
2: <laughs> yeah, 31 seconds. Doggone it, as Bruno would have hey, said. Was, these are going to change after they win that title. Yeah, I mean they, they change. They, yeah, but they just don't put Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal. They don't talk about his past much, and they don't make him look like a former world champion. You knew that Drew McIntyre that tell you? is a former world champion. When you look yeah. at him, they always bringing that up. Mahal should get that same respect, in my opinion. He but should.
0: As every year and month passes by, it becomes more and more clear. They just gave him the title to try to sell more tickets in India or increase business in India because they have never treated him like a WWE champion ever since he lost that title.
2: Well, we need to give him the Sports Kida Man of the Year Award.
0: That's there it. we go. There we go. 2021 or 2022. We're going to start the campaign now for Jinder to be 2022 Man of the Year. Man
2: of <laughs> the Year because Sports Kida... Is an Indian-based company. And uh, do you know, I asked them what that meant? What? What? Do you know what sports kita means?
0: What does it mean?
2: So kita is like a worm. So you have a book worm. This is a sports worm. That's what sports kita means. Yeah.
0: Wow. I did not know that. Did you know so that? I did that? Not, I not know it. that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: We learned something. Everyone watching learned something new. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Okay.
1: Everybody listening, write it down. What that means. means worm. Exactly. Sports worm. Right. I think
0: think we should. That's very good. We should spend the most of our time talking about that because there's nothing much to talk about with the main event. It was a comedy stick. We saw Christmas trees. We saw uh, Woods pull out a steel chair from a box and hit a a Van bandaminator. We saw Kofi Kingston with a double axe handle with cookies in his hand. Then uh, Corbin and Moss got uh, drenched in eggnog. And then uh, uh, Moss took the claymores for Drew McIntyre and the New Day to get the victory in the main event.
2: And that's a wrap.
1: Smack well, way. I did find out Moss is a hell of a worker. Yes, yes, yes. Moss yes. is very good. Yeah. He yeah. Saddled, he's saddled with that gimmick, and I don't know if he can work himself out of that, but he's actually a better worker than Corbin, I think. Wow. I, I, I mean, I he's, did, more, I he's, he he's, more, he's more aggressive, I would say. I think when Corbin so.
2: is serious and not into this shtick character... Uh, I think he's a really fine worker. I really well, do. we saw him when he was trying to be serious
1: as happy. I mean Baron Corbin. Yeah. Oh uh, Rick hated him. Yeah, it just was they got rid of him and made him broke. Yeah. And make him walking around homeless. And that yeah. that to him. me was his most interesting that he's he's been. Yes. And now then Rick didn't like him and me and Sid <laughs> loved him. Because he had he had he had character. He had he had context, and right. you could actually you can actually uh, feel him. And I, I liked him, but now they turn him in this happy character, and he won all that money in Vegas. Uh, and I think it's backfiring on him. I really I don't th- I don't think I don't think you could get heat on him if you doused him with gasoline and threw a match on him.
2: You know what? If they did that, really, with Bruno? I don't. Happy Bruno, Mike pardon? I can hear you, Bruno. You to happy Bruno. Doggone it. Ha ha ha. I'm a million. No, it wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, would, it wouldn't be the same. But uh, that brings us to a close on the Christmas Eve edition of SmackDown. I did have to ask both of you guys one final question before we wrap things up. Uh, since we didn't have AEW. Wait a minute.
2: Did you pay your
0: $4.99? My $4.99 for what? Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, But uh, since we don't have AEW Rampage this week, I did want to ask you from AEW Dynamite. We saw the debut of former WWE superstar Kyle O'Reilly reuniting Mm -hmm. with his former Undisputed Era stablemates, Bobby Fish and Adam Cole. We saw a little of a tease of Adam Cole. Where does he align with the Undisputed Era or the Young Bucks? Uh, Dutch, what did you think uh, about Kyle O'Reilly making the jump to AEW? And do you think it was the right move for his career?
1: Well, WWE got rid of him, right?
0: No, his uh, contract expired and he decided to go to AEW. And
1: and he didn't get what he wanted, I guess. No, he got, he got, he
0: got, they, what the report said, he got a really good offer. He just wanted to go to AEW.
1: Then I guess he's happy. But as far as, see, I was never a follower of NXT. I'd heard about it and I'd worked there one time, I think. But, uh, as far as I have any ideas or or any kind of statement to make about him going to to uh, AEW I don't because I think now but he's going to bring he's going to bring all those fans that he had down there he's going to bring them to NXT yeah, yeah. so and I'm happy AEW for him either. but right. the only thing is AEW is only so big and they can only take so many guys even though they got two shows how often are you going to see them? And how often are going to? And, and, but I do think AEW is probably better at telling a story right now and having them miss TVs because you don't you don't see those guys sometimes two weeks in a row. Yeah. But they do talk about
2: it. Yes.
1: And I think the AEW fan is almost a different type of fan, too. It's not a WWE fan. Do you think, no, Bill?
2: More like the. the, the uh, a mixture of the Ring of Honor and ECW fan. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Bill, do you think that it's a statement being made by Tony Khan and AEW that they were. Against NXT at the start of AEW Dynamite. And now they have the biggest act that was on NXT at the start of the Wednesday Night Wars with Undisputed Era members on AEW. Do you think that's a statement by uh, Tony Khan and AEW? Well,
2: the first thing I've got to say is when I started in the uh, pro wrestling magazine business back in 1970, Stanley Weston, my mentor said one of the few words that we don't use in wrestling is act. So I gotta point that out to you right now. You said he's got one of the hottest acts. I can't use that. I'm sorry. My mentor would have <laughs> rolled over in his grave. Well, they had the top really?
0: stable, no, no. The, the the stable that was the top uh, at the yeah. top of NXT. Isn't that funny?
2: After all these years, I'll hear a word like that, and it'll be I'll see his face in front of me. So here's here's the story with me. First of all, they will not be able to use the Undisputed Era that name most yeah. likely. Secondly. The Undisputed Era against uh, the Young Bucks and one of the other, another person from their faction there, I think will do great ratings for them on TV. I really, really, really do. Uh, In terms of what Dutch said, um, that they have so many guys, I like that you can't see a lot of those guys every week on TV, but they're talked about, I want to know, and a lot of fans are, after uh, Hook made that great debut on TV, we haven't seen him again. At this point, you, we, we well, did we just, see him the next week. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did
0: the they did the recap of his debut, and then no, they, I made, know that. they made the announcement that his second match would be on the Christmas Day Rampage.
2: Tomorrow. Okay, I I, mm-hmm. I may have at that point gone to the refrigerator for my sparkling ice. Um, I don't remember seeing that part, but uh, I'm glad that's happening. But yeah, uh, I think. Uh, dutch has the right mentality there where as long as they they have this huge talent pool and you're not seeing the same people every week it makes the show even more compelling
0: absolutely agree there And, and this
2: and this and this hook kid if he
1: gets the following that he's gotten he never even talked but Orange Casty's never talked too, so they may have yeah. something. Yeah. Sometimes they can talk their way out of a job because if Ooh. it doesn't fit the it doesn't fit the character. I mean, I've seen guys who were great in the ring, but they couldn't talk; and they wouldn't get over. But this guy can get over without talking. So I hope they don't all of a sudden start him saying something. They because Orange Cassidy hadn't said anything yet, has he? Nope, and hey, he, who's played, that guy? Oh, and he and said he said something against
0: Chris Jericho actually in the feud with Jericho.
1: Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you: This guy named Dexter,
0: Dexter Loomis,
1: is he is he gone?
0: Ah, uh, what do you mean? No, he's still in NXT. Okay, yeah, he just got hit so, with a but, chair by Grayson Waller. I know this week.
1: So, so he was. He didn't talk either, right? Until no. he got married
0: until he got married, and he said, "I do." That's yeah. the only word. Which was
2: found. good, which is act- which was but actually they, good. They had said that uh Pro Wrestling Tees.com had said that Hook uh sold more t shirts uh that week that he debuted than anyone else uh on Pro Wrestling Tees. And when you're talking about guys not looking like their voice, and this may sound crazy to you, but when I first heard Brock Lesnar talk, I was waiting for the uh, he doesn't speak like that. No. No, he's got a very good way of speaking, but it doesn't match the killer that he portrays, in my opinion. No, 100 <laughs>
0: 100% agree with you there for sure. Brock Brock's voice does not match what we see from him. But yeah. that brings us to a close on this Christmas Eve edition of Smack Talk. We want to thank Bill After for once again joining us. Please let the people know where they could find you on social media, sir. Well, you
2: can find me and I have an interview with Orange Cassidy if you go to billafter.com, that will take you to the One Wrestling Video YouTube channel and put in Orange Cassidy. And I did an interview with him about a year and a half, two years ago. um, And his answers were very profound. You have to check that out. And you can get me on uh, Twitter at after one, the number one, one wrestling. And of course, my weekly column on uh, Sports Kita and a weekly appearance on one of their wonderful uh, talk shows like this one every week.
0: Thank you, Bill, so much for joining us. Always have a great time when you're with us. And Dutch, where can
1: the people find you, sir? Uh, Usually down at a bar. (laughs) Drive by and come in. I'm not buying you a beer now, but you can probably find me there. Hey, find me on Twitter, Dirty D Mansell on Twitter. And on Facebook, it's just Dutch Mansell. And uh, somewhere else says, uh, I, I I need to get verified. I don't know how you do yes. that. I, guess, I do too. Are are you both ver- of them? Are you verified? No, and I, yeah, I don't. need to get verified. That
2: have, I'm, I know people with twelve hundred followers. And I've got thirty thousand, twelve hundred followers, and they're verified.
0: Ridiculous! Mm-hmm. Ridiculous! Get it Bill Hader and Dutch Mantel verified in twenty twenty two. We need to start the campaign. Do winning. it. But hey, if anybody knows how
1: to do it, let me know.
0: Help, help Dutch and Bill after. Alex. That's
2: it. And please, let, me let me leave you with this thought. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let the Yule tide flow, whatever that word is. Perfect. <laughs> That's very uh, good.
0: You, you can follow me on the Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Check out my interview with Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James over on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Plenty of cr- content over there as well. For Dutch Mantel for a special guest, Bill After, it's me, it's me, your true phenom sp3. And this has been Smack Talk. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, y'all. Bye. See you guys.
1: We the people.